Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I am your host, Sarah Prophet, and I am so excited to be here today to talk to you about perfectionism. It is the killer. Perfectionism is the killer of all dreams. I will tell you that. It will kill your dream faster than anything else that you've ever experienced, no matter what other energy you have moving towards your dream. If you are in an energy of perfectionism, it will absolutely kill your dreams. It will kill your dreams, ambitions. It will kill any movement forward, moving towards your goals, anything. Perfectionism is the energy killer. Um, so here's what I want to talk about in today's podcast. One, I want to talk about a little bit of the energy of perfectionism. What is it? And like, how is it affecting your life? How did it, how did it affect my life? Um, two, what are some ways to get past it? Because it's really, really hard because it puts you in freeze mode. Um, when you're in uh, that perfectionism state, you're in absolute freeze mode. You don't want to do anything. And so how do we get out of that state? Because that's the most important thing is talking about what is perfectionism even even mean? What is the energy of it? And two, how do we get out of it? Because that's where we want to go with this. We don't want to just learn about it. We don't want to understand the energy and then not have any actionable steps to take. So this podcast is really going to talk about the energy of perfectionism, which helps create that idea in your mind. And then after we do that, we're going to say, how do we get rid of this? Like, how do we move past this? How do we understand ourselves and understand what the actual root cause of this is, of this energy. So welcome to today's podcast. (sighs) All right, perfectionism. Let's talk about it. Let me tell you how when I first experienced perfectionism and what that looked like. It was at a very young age. I remember, I remember it. Specifically remember it. And I have worked on this moment with therapists, with energy healers. I've worked on this moment for a long time. So if you are someone that remembers a moment where you like remember the trauma, you remember why this happened, you remember why you have this energy and feeling, um, maybe, maybe this happened to you too. And I am not alone in this. And I have a feeling, I have a feeling this happened to a lot of us. So when I was in, I believe it was second grade. In second grade, they here in the United States, in Florida, I don't know if they do it anywhere else. I only know Florida. We have this thing called the gifted program. That's what it was called before. I don't know what it's called now. And I feel like gifted probably got shifted or changed because that seems like not a correct way to say it, but that's what it was when I was a kid. It was called the gifted program. And it meant that basically you had a higher IQ than the other kids in your class and you got put into a, um, a different, style of class you got put in with like that would academically push you and challenge you more than the regular classes but you had to get tested into it so you had to take this test and you had to pass a test with a certain whatever grade and then you would get pushed into the gifted program so for some reason I I don't know why I don't know if I was like displaying signs of something in second grade. I have no idea, but my mom wanted me to get tested to be in the gifted program. And I think this happened to a lot of us who had moms that were um, perfectionist, maybe had narcissistic traits. Um, I think this happened to a lot of us. And so 
what happened, I remember the moment I was taking the test. This is second grade. I don't have a ton of childhood memories. So remembering this so fucking clearly, it obviously meant something and did something in my brain. And this is where I noticed that worm, the little worm that got caught in my brain told me perfectionism was the only way that you were going to succeed in life. Mic drop. I don't want to drop my mic though because I want you guys to hear the recording. But um, mic drop, seriously, because that is what happened is that that moment I took that test, it was hard as fuck, by the way. It was really hard. Um, I remember it being hard. I remember like sweating. I remember struggling. I remember like not knowing how to voice, like I don't feel comfortable here. Like I don't want to do this. It wasn't an option not to do it, first off. That was rule number one. It wasn't an option not to be perfect. Mm, that feels really sad in my body. Number two, um, that means there's probably some unprocessed motions if I'm feeling sad still about this. So um, number two was that I took the test and didn't pass. So it wasn't perfect. And my mom made me take the test again. So I took the test, I believe twice, could have been three times, but I believe it was just twice. Um, and I didn't pass. <laughs> and I felt like an absolute failure. And I felt like I had failed myself, my mom, my education. I was never going to be successful. I was in second grade. That's the grade my child is now. She's eight years old. And that is so much pressure to put on a, on a child. So if you're building that much pressure around a test as a child, um, you are going to start to have the belief that you better be perfect or you will not su- succeed and you're going to disappoint everybody. Is there anybody else feeling this? Um, This was something that really came up for me over and over and over again, not only in my like, you know, elementary years, middle school, high school, college, all the things it came up, but it didn't come up in perfectionism. It didn't come up in a type A personality because I do want to talk about both sides of this perfectionism because the one side that could have said to me that I need to be perfect in everything and I was going to try my best to be perfect in everything. And that did come up a lot where I wouldn't even do it if I didn't think I was going to do it perfect, which is insane because that is literally never going to happen. You're never going to be perfect. And we're going to talk about that. But the other side of of that is I became procrastination station and I never wanted to do anything because I was scared if I started something, it wasn't going to be perfect and it wouldn't matter anyways. So it came up as this duality, this belief of everything has to be perfect and perfectionism came up as everything has to be perfect and if it's not I'm going to be really upset and really sad and and like freak the fuck out or I'm just not even going to try and I'm going to procrastinate and maybe I'll do it right at the last minute and what I started to learn was that through high school and even into college I would write full-on 50-60 page research papers in literally three days and get a B because I would just procrastinate all fucking, like all semester I'd procrastinate on writing this paper. And then I would finally at the end of, you know, three days, three days before it's due, I'd start writing it. Like that doesn't even make any sense. That literally makes zero sense. But it was because I was so afraid of it not being perfect that I would, wouldn't even start on it. But I would have to in order to do the things I did. So it put me in very much a freeze response. Because even when I would do it, so the energy is frozen, okay? Because even when I would do everything perfect, right? There's still gonna be something wrong. I am a human. 
I am a human, you are a human. There is no reason why everything should be perfect. No reason. Like there isn't, there's no reason why everything should be perfect. You are not perfect. You, you are perfect the way you are, but the way that we view things being perfect, we will never meet our expectation of our own perfectionism that we've built in our mind, ever. And so what happens is you begin to freeze. You either freeze in that tight grip control, which is that first example that I said of like, you only will do it if you're perfect and you just won't do it if it can't be perfect. So you have a tight, 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 tight grip on the control and specifically the outcome of this, whatever you're trying to do with this perfectionism. The other side of is it that you freeze up until the point where you are forced back against the wall to do the thing you're supposed to do, okay? So this can show up in a ridiculous amount of ways in our life, all the way from relationships to um, our job, to parenting, to um, creative projects. It can show up everywhere, 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 everywhere. And it just fucking kills your dreams, kills the mood, kills the vibe, like totally ruins this your experience when you're focused on it being perfect because we can't attain we can't attain perfectionism in the way that we're taught it should be because energetically we're taught that once we complete this task right we're taught as kids once i pass that gifted test everything in my life was gonna change. My entire life was gonna change. Everything was gonna be perfect. I was gonna be on track at second grade to be on track to go into a private middle school, private high school, to get into a really good college. Like by second grade, if I passed this test, like this was the theory, right? And that I would be on track for the rest of my life, everything. And if I did not do this perfect, everything was gonna fall apart. And so when we have this energetic belief in our body of perfectionism, we realize we will never, ever, ever be perfect. And we begin to become disappointed in all things, right? So this is, we're going to start getting into the how. How do I get over this? Yes, Sarah, you're speaking to me. You're explaining my, my childhood or you're explaining, I understand what you're saying. Like, I get it. Okay, how do I get past it? So this is the how. How do you get past perfectionism? How do you get past the idea that everything has to be perfect in order for life to work out the way you want it to? This is how I've gotten past it. This is how I I work with clients. This is how like do the whole this is how I do it. I have people look back at moments in their life that will that were so blissful that they have so much gratitude for these are big moments usually usually this looks like when you got married when you had your child um when you achieved a goal when you were successful in doing whatever it is that you wanted to do and you had that moment of pure bliss wow Everything feels good in my body right now. Everything is moving to where I want to move to. Like it's feeling so good. And this could be small moments, but the bigger moments is what we try to focus on when we're really killing this idea of perfectionism. And so, because 
I haven't talked to a single person that said, yeah, I had this moment, I planned it out and everything worked out perfectly. That's usually not how it goes down. So let me give you an example from my real life so that you can see like, kind of like the deal or whatever, you know, like what happens. Let's see what example. Now I'm like, I have so many examples. I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what to give you. I don't know what example to give you. When did this play out for me? And when did I really see that perfectionism really wasn't serving me? Okay. All of you are in here. All of, all of you are, well, I'm recording on the podcast, but I'm also live on Facebook in my group, The Healer's Couch. If you haven't, go at, if you haven't joined that yet, I encourage you to go join The Healer's Couch Facebook on The Healer's Couch group on Facebook. And it is where you can access these live, you can come and meet with me live to hear these podcasts being recorded. You can ask me questions about spirituality, about anything. It's just a place where I kind of hang out and I you can have access to me. And so... I wanted to start a place, a community for a long time, a couple of years. I had a community before and I wanted to start a new one. So I was about 18 months ago where I was like, I really want a community. Like I just want people to come in and just like be able to talk with me and, and, and chat with me. And, and, and I kept trying to like figure out all these really hard ways to do this. Okay. Like I was like, I need a membership portal. I need a, like very complicated ways that quote unquote were the perfect ways to communicate with people, right? With a quote unquote perfect ways. And every time I'd go to do it, what would happen? I'd go into freeze mode because I knew that I couldn't do the perfect thing I wanted to do. So instead, I just said, what is the easiest thing I can do right now? And I said, I'll make a Facebook group, done. I'll invite people to it and then that's it. And that's exactly what happened. That's how, that's how, if you're watching this live in the Facebook group, that is how you came in, is that I literally said, I want a community and I created a Facebook group and here you are. <laughs> like, maybe, and if you are on the podcast, I do have a course called Becoming Psychic and that's how, like, that course also, I say, come into the group. And so here's why I did this. Because in the past, I wanted everything to be perfect. Graphics, what I was going to say, what I like what I was going to do, who I was going to be, and all of these things being perfect, and I would never do it. I would never do it ever. So I started to look back, this is the how. I started to look back at other experiences in my life where I felt were absolutely amazing and blissful. One of those experiences actually being when I was in Nicaragua, I went to a resort and I was like, dude, I fucking love this resort. I want to be at this resort every day there. I don't know how it's possible. And I started to think of all these perfect ways that I could be at the resort, like to get a job or just whatever it was. And I look and I've been doing this work a long time of like, okay, well, like, can you drop the perfectionism? Can you drop the idea that everything has to be perfect in order for you to have what you want here? because I didn't have a ride to this resort when I was in Nicaragua. Like, how was I gonna get there? I Like, there were all of these questions that everything had to line up perfectly. And I literally, my friend, as I was thinking this, just maybe a few minutes later, my friend comes up to me she, and I was like, oh, hi, how are you? Like, I didn't know you were here. Like, are you just hanging out? She's like, no, I'm the general manager. And actually I've been looking for you because I have a job for you that I would like for you to do at this resort. Can you come here three times a week? We have a shuttle that can take you. Um, and I'm like, 
mind blown because I didn't try. I didn't try to be perfect. I didn't try to like make up some fucking weird shit that was perfect, like a resume, like all, I didn't try to be perfect. And so the perfect scenario, this is what I'm getting at, the perfect scenario came and greeted me. However that, however it happened, right? So the how of getting out of perfectionism, the how is allowing yourself to expand your idea of what perfect is. And the way that you can do that is look at past experiences that ended in bliss, that ended in a perfect moment, a perfect sunset, a um, a perfect wedding, a per- whatever whatever your idea kind of in the feeling of of that beautiful, everything came together moment. What I then want you to do is to look at the leading moments up to that perfect moment. Because I can guarantee you that the moments leading to this moment were nothing like you had planned. Nothing went as planned. Nothing was perfect. So when you start to realize that you have a pattern of a perfect moment, a miracle, I like to call them miracle moments. When you have a miracle moment and you realize that the pattern to that miracle moment, and I've done this work for too many years to say that this isn't a pattern for everybody. The moments leading up were things that you could have never imagined would get you to this perfect moment that you could have never imagined. So when you start to go into that trap of like, but this isn't perfect, but I have to redo this or like turning in something for work and you're like, oh, I, I, this is, this is going to be wrong. There's going to be so many errors. Like they're not going to accept it. They're not going to send it in, send it in. Like what is the worst that could happen? They send it back. The idea that we have to be perfect is an idea is a belief system that you created probably in order to survive. And that's why I brought down that childhood memory when we first started the podcast, because I create the belief system that if people let, let's just be really fucking honest. If I wanted to be loved, I better be perfect in everything. That's probably a belief you created. Honestly, like if you're listening to this, I'm telling you, like it's like we don't get attracted to things and listen to them if there isn't a bit of truth in that for us. So the idea that you created a belief that made you feel safe in the presence of the people that were supposed to love you, but instead you knew you needed to be perfect in order for them to love you. Whether that was the real reality or the reality that you created, it doesn't matter. And I like to say that because some of you like that actually was, they told you that if you're not perfect, I won't love you. And some of you, it was implied. Some of you, it was just an energy that you felt like we don't have to, the idea that it has to be actually like totally spelled out for you. that's not how it is. So when you have this idea that you have to be perfect in order to be loved, then everything you do needs to be in that standard of perfectionism in order to be loved. Because aren't we doing everything in life to be loved, to love ourselves, to love others? Aren't we doing everything in life for love? At the end of the day, yes, at the end of the day we are. So if you are being perfect to be loved, then we have to we have to get to the root of that. We have to this is how we get under the root of of perfectionism is that we say why is this belief here? Where did it come from? And how I get past it is I realize that probably every perfect moment that I've ever had in my life has been on a path of imperfect energy and moments to lead to the perfectionism of the moment that I felt in full gratitude of the moment that my I, I met the love of my life in the mo- the perfect moments 
were probably a path of imperfect or irregular energies, moments, experiences, and emotions that led to the perfect moment. And when you start to really see that, you realize that the imperfect moments are the ones that's actually driving you to the things that you want. And the more that you rely on perfectionism, the more that you go into freeze mode, the more that you don't move towards your dreams, the more that you don't move towards your goals, the more that you don't do the things you want to do because you believe that if they aren't perfect, they won't be accepted and you won't be loved. And I know that that's like really hard to like come down on and like come in to and sink into like, holy shit, like if I'm not perfect, I won't be loved. Like, let's do some tapping on that. Like... And if you, tapping is a great way to get past this kind of belief, to get past this idea of perfectionism. I love using tapping. And you could just do something simple as like starting your tapping and being like, even though, I love using even though, even though I'm not perfect, I still get to be loved. Even though I've done imperfect things, my life is really amazing. And you, I like to say, I like to start with even though. So either way, I always like that one too. Either way, I love that one. But even though, even though I'm not perfect, I still deserve love. It might be a good affirmation for you to keep. Even though I'm not perfect, I still deserve love and I still deserve to give love. That's a really important thing to also put in there. You not only deserve to receive it, you, you deserve to give it. So if you're saying to yourself, I can't give this, whatever it is, your love, your service, your product, your whatever it is, because it's not perfect, you're still, you're still believing the fact that you can't be love or you can't receive love, you can't give love unless it is in its perfection, which we know isn't true. We know that. We, you know that. Like this isn't like new information that I'm telling you. You know that you don't have to be perfect in order for someone to feel love. You know that you can imperfectly give and serve and people still feel love. So the how really is, how do I get out of perfectionism? I think it was the question really that was asked is how do I get out of this? How do I, how do I get out of freeze mode? Because I think that's what really comes down to is you freeze. How do I get out of it? Go back to the moments that were perfect and look back at the steps you took to get to that moment. Look back at the imperfection of your life and realize that it's it's in being imperfect that the perfect moments existed for you. Because I, I will leave you with this, we will end the podcast, is that the duality of life is the idea that I see imperfection and then I'm able to see perfection. I... I And what I mean, excuse me, what I mean really by that and truly is that if I have all of these imperfect moments, they lead to the perfect moment. They lead to the perfect moment. Always. Either way. It's my new, it's my new, that's my new, either way. No matter how many imperfect moments, either way, I'm getting the thing that I want. Either way. And even though I'm not perfect, I still love myself. And I still am able to receive love, even though I'm not perfect, even though I never will be. And so if we just using these affirmations and then what, what I would encourage you to do, go back to your childhood. When did the belief start? When did you believe that you had to be perfect in order to feel love? 
When did that start for you? And you're gonna have to do tapping, you're gonna have to do energy work or womb work or whatever whatever your go-to is to move the energy, to, fig- to move all the onion layers, to figure out what it is that is the idea of perfectionism. Why, why is that even in your, your body? You gotta talk to the body. Why do you need to be perfect? People do, I think we see it oftentimes in like fitness world and, and, and the, um, you know, physical body, like anything that's like promoting your physical body that has to be perfect in order to be worthy. Spirituality, my spiritual practice has to be perfect in order for my guides to communicate with me. My spiritual practice has to be perfect and on point in order for me to heal and process and receive all the things I want. This is not true because nobody is perfect. And there is no perfect practice. There is no perfect body. There is no, there is no perfect anything. Because even me saying this is a beautiful sunset. Oh my God, look at this beautiful sunset. There could be others that have a a different perspective and, and hate it. So the idea of perfectionism, we really have to like expand out our idea and find the root. Why did this start? And then do your inner child work. If that's what you do, your inner child work, tell that inner child that you do not have to be perfect. You are loved either way. Whether you complete this, whether you don't, whether you succeed, whether you don't, whether you live the dream that was probably sold to you, you will or not, you will still be loved. And then hold yourself, hold your inner child, hold, hold yourself. I always like to do self hugs and hold myself and tell myself, even though, even though you had those experiences, even though somebody told you you had to be perfect in order to get X, Y, Z, that's not true and will never be true because you are perfection. We are perfection down at the end of the day, whatever you believe created you, however you like came into this life, came into this physical body, there were no mistakes in creating you. None. And when you can get to the core of that, your life will change. Absolutely. Your life will change. And it doesn't mean that you don't waver in and out of that space. But when you know to come back to that, I'm coming back to I am perfect the way I am. In all of my mistakes and all of my errors and all of my everything. Because if I look back at my life, my goal that I completed had all these imperfect moments. When I got my college degree, eight years after starting, when I had already had two years done in high school, I did two years of college in high school and it still took me eight years to graduate after that. That means it took me two years to do, or it took me eight years to get two years done of college. And I can look, we got a phone call. No! And I can look at that and I can say, you, you didn't deserve that degree. You weren't perfect enough. You didn't deserve that. It took you too long. No. Because on the way to that completion goal, all of these imperfect moments, all of these moments led me to that. And if I hadn't experienced all of those moments to get to the end goal, which was the college degree, I would have... That college degree didn't just mean two years of me in and out and I'm done and boom. It meant really, really difficult times. It meant that even though 
I was living without water. I was living without water in Nicaragua. I had no internet. I was using this like random, they don't even, I don't even think, it's like a USB modem thing that literally was slower than AOL when it first came out in like the early 90s. Like it was ridiculous. And, but I used it. I had a newborn baby, newborn baby, no water, no running water. I had one light bulb and a fridge. Those are my electric components. I can say that now. And I got my degree, even though I had those experiences, even though let's be honest, that, that sucked having a newborn baby without running water, even though I got my degree. Now look how much power that degree was. That degree was not perfect, but now look at how much power that piece of paper, that embodiment has a lot. Because even though nothing went as planned, I still did it. So thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope that you got motivated and um, yeah, share with me. Share with me about your stories of perfectionism. Um, you can always tag me on social media. Um, you can tag the Sarah Prophet and um, I will respond and I'm just so excited. Uh, thank you for listening.